Welcome back to the Chris Massey Show. Today we have a very special edition. We got one of my bros, a talented artist, an overall great individual. Welcome to the show, Rob Hayes. What up, what up? How you doing, man? Oh, uh, man, thank you, man. You know, uh, you out there in Cali doing your thing. I'm glad we found a way to get this done. So, Yeah, absolutely. Long time. It's been long overdue. <laughs> I agree, man. And I see you've been doing your thing, man. That's what I learned. Uh, you know, we've been working together since about 2008. And, yep. and it's interesting. We've seen the growth and the evolution of each other's careers, you know. So I commend you on keeping going and continuing to evolve as an individual and and perfect your craft. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. Same thing for you, man. It's been uh, great watching you evolve, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. And also, thanks for uh, for riding with me for this long as well, man. You know, we've, we've been through a lot together, and we're still here. So, only greatness to come, man. Yeah, man. Loyalty is important, man. It's a, it's a, it's a forgotten art, man, to be loyal to the people who, who you know, who are down for you, man. And, and uh, you know, just need more good people like you in the world, man. Oh, the feeling is mutual. And so I understand right now, um, you're working on a new EP called Sound Off, right? Or that's the one that you're promoting at the yeah. time? Yeah, I'm promoting it right now. I, I uh, It's been out uh, since June of 2016. Um, and, you know, there's four records on it. And I've just been working those four records because all four of those records, you know, the feedback that I've been getting is, is their hits. So you just gotta keep working until they actually become hits. So I'm just I'm working those records, and then you know it's a part of an album of about 15 tracks. You know, sound off LP. Um, and so right now, just I put out the four the the biggest bangers, the biggest four bangers on there, and then um, I just got the rest in the stash. And as those uh, as those four records build traction, um, uh, then I will I will. Uh, roll out the, the full-length album. Right, right. And so what inspired you to do this particular uh, EP at this time? Well, I uh, I kept bouncing back and forth between going behind the scenes of being an artist. Uh, you know, in 2012, I was on America's Got Talent. <clears throat> and then I came off of that and then I got some, I got some really cool jobs in the industry. And then... Um, you know, I got fired from a job, and then after that, I said, you know what, I'm just gonna work on myself. And so I just went through this phase, this period where I just was testing stuff out, throwing throwing tracks on SoundCloud, doing freestyles, jumping on. I jumped on the Truffle Butter uh, when Truffle Butter was hot. I jumped on that, and then I got so much love from that. I knew I was on to something. And then uh, Universal Music took it down as it was getting starting to pick up a lot of traction you know a lot of plays and then I was like you know what I just felt good so then at that point I was like you know maybe it's time that I just start dropping some uh do drop some original joints since you know I'm I'm building uh building an audience you know and then people just wanted to hear original original cuts from me so I went in the studio uh here in LA um and I was like you know what I'm just gonna work on this album and then I dropped the EP first you know, and the EP's been doing really well. So, you know, 
I'm I'm happy with 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 the uh, response that I'm getting from the people. All right, yeah, that's great, man. And um, you mentioned a great point. You know, you went back to the originality because I often wonder with artists. You know, is it like how much does it benefit when you do a successful cover, or would you prefer to go like you know create your original tracks in production? I think it's good to do a little both, you know, um, when because it's just like you know some of our our, our greatest musical moments, especially in hip hop, have come from like you know artists jumping on, you know, doing mixtapes and jumping on, you know, making making their own remixes uh, uh, of other people's work. Like you know, that's why I like Lil Wayne so much. Is when Lil Wayne was, you know, was you know jumping on them instrumentals man and just murdering instrumentals you know what i'm saying and it built up it builds up the anticipation to you know, and fab does it a lot too that's why i appreciate fabulous because he does it a lot too um it, you know it builds up the anticipation it gives people something to look forward to and then when you drop your original joints you know what i mean like your original joints you know if they're more fired than than the mixtape joints the thing is with original joints they just have to be more well thought out to me. You know what I mean? Real concepts, you know, real storytelling, a real line, you know what I'm saying? Is where, you know, if I jump on, if I j like when I jumped off Truffle Butter, it was just me just showing off my lyrical ability, you know what I mean? And then on, on Sound Off, it's more songwriting ability. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I feel that. And uh, for those who don't know, uh, you have an actual, uh, you have a very unique, story and transition into hip-hop you know because you're you're a veteran uh you're a marine right yeah yeah so right so yeah so how did that how did you for those who don't know how did you make that decide to make that transition into a full-time professional hip-hop artist well i i kind of when i was i always knew that's what i wanted to do because i was i was a you know professional recording artist before I joined the Marines when I was a teenager um, I, had, I had taken it very serious and then I just made that I always knew in my mind that I wanted to serve this nation though you know what I mean so I just did it you know what I mean like ever since September 11th you know I just felt like it was just something I wanted to do and probably even before then because it's like my uncle was a major and he was just a really huge influence on me he was like early on uh, a big mentor you know and um so I always knew that that was something I wanted to do. So like 2005, I joined the Marines and then I went to Iraq in 06. And when I was in Iraq, uh, you know, my dad had bought me a MacBook Pro before I went. And so while I was out there, um, I just was I just was writing and writing and writing and writing. And then I used to, you know, drop daily freestyles, you know what I'm saying? Just in my unit, people knew I was you know, nice with the music, you know what I'm saying? So I had just gotten support from within and everybody just wanted to see me blow up and become, you know, a big rapper, you know. So when I got out, you know, they sent me off really well and just encouraged me, you know, because I was always really nice with it. And then when I got out, I was already stationed in California. So L.A. was only like, a, you know, a couple hours away. So I just said, cool, I'm just going to move to L.A. I'm just going to, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to pursue it until I, until I make it happen. And then, you know, from I grinded out really hard from 2008 to 2012. In 2012, I got on America's Got Talent. You know what I mean? And then I was able to get out there and 
and, t- and t- on TV for a 10 million people and perform my own original material, which is something that had never been done before. And in television, like, you know, an artist, an unknown artist getting on one of those popular, you know, music contest shows and breaking their own single. You know what I mean? So I did that, 10 million people. You know what I mean? And even though I, I ended up getting eliminated, you know what I'm saying? It was just, a, it was an overall good experience because it, it exposed me to what it's like to actually be, you know, in the industry and, you know, have that support, you know, from have a, you know, it's like when you're on there, you have to sign a record contract and stuff like that. So this is my first time signing a contract and all types of stuff, you know? So, you know, I just, I, it's just the support I got, you know, while I was in and then getting out and then, you know, having that support going forward, it just really, it really propelled me into, you know, into uh, taking a series. Right, right. Yeah, man, like you said, that was a great look for you. And how did that opportunity come about? Like, did you have people working on your behalf to try to get you on there, get you an audition, or you was out here grinding and networking? How did that opportunity present itself? I just was grinding and networking, and then somebody was like, maybe you know there's not a whole lot of hip-hop artists that get on those shows so maybe you should go in there and represent for hip-hop so um i just went online i seen that the, they was doing the auditions in anaheim california so i just was like cool i'm gonna do it and i think like the day before i auditioned i went to uh i went to the jay-z kanye west watch the throne tour mm-hmm. and you know it just motivated and then i was like i left the tour from the show i drove down to anaheim you know what I'm saying and then I just stood in line I was like one of the first people I was like I was like the 11th person in line you know what I'm saying and then um, and then I went in and just fueled off that pumped off seeing Jay, Jay and Kanye you know you know do you know niggas in Paris 10 times in a row like I just was like I'm about to I want to set that kind of standard for myself so I killed the audition you know what I mean and then they called me back for the callbacks and, you know, I killed the callback. I came out. I did. Uh, I did. I had an EP at the time called Above All Things uh, that was produced by Wale's producer, Tom P. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so I did one of my records called Rock Out. And when I, from the moment I came out on stage, like I was in a 5,000 seater Orphan Theater or something like that. And uh, no one sat down. Everybody stood on their feet the entire time I was performing. I looked out in that crowd, and that crowd had never heard that record before, and they were so daggone hype. And then Nick Cannon came out, and then Nick Cannon they they didn't want to they didn't want to vote me on, you know what I'm saying? But Nick Cannon came out on stage and interrupted everybody to vouch for me, you know what I'm saying? And was like, "Yo, this kid is the one. He's the one. He's gonna be the next great hip hop artist. So y'all got to put him forward." And they put me forward. Mm, that's nice, man. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Nick Cannon, man, because he be looking shout out for people, man. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Yeah. And uh, you made a great point also. Like, a lot of people, when they watch these shows, they be like, well, they look at the winners or the top contestants. They don't realize that the fact that you're on that show, that you have access to so many, like, so many different demographics. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of the stint. And then, like you said, uh, you know, so... Just the fact that you made yeah, it on there and then progress as well, you know, that's that's major. Yeah, and it's like, yo, like, it's not even just me that like, it's I got to witness Kalani 
blow up because Kalani was on the, uh, she was on the season before I was on, and so I used to watch her. Like I when when I was auditioning, like I was like I had to research. I went and did research on like who was the most talented, and I seen her. She was in a group called Pop Life, mm-hmm. and it was just she came out and she sung, uh, she sung a cappella with like this guitar, and it was like dope. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you just never know how the universe is gonna work. So fast forward a couple years later, I actually A and R'd one of her records. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she dropped a record on SoundCloud with this artist named Diamond Dozen called Stay Up. You know, and I got to work in the studio with her, and then we were sitting and chopping it up about that. Like the thing that we had in common is Nick Cannon looked out for both of them. <laughs> right. You know what I'm <laughs> in the same in the same way, and he actually picked her up and managed her for me. You know what I mean? So it's like. You know, you never know where that's going to take you, where that exposure is going to take you. And it's like, I've seen that exposure, you know, take her and superstar them now. Yeah, man, that's that's super dope. And you just made me think about the importance of uh, relationships and how you maneuver in this industry, man, because it's not for everybody, you know. And I've learned a lot from you over the years because you actually out there. You know, you, yeah. obviously you're doing something right because you've been out there for for as long as you've been out there and you're steadily progressing. You know, like what advice yeah, do you have for like upcoming artists or even if, you know, like a lot of people say, I want to go to Cali because I'm about to get on. Like what 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 advice can uh, can you offer them? You just got to you got to take it very, very, very seriously because this 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 industry, they say it's a game, but it's not a game. Like, you know, there are, it's a career, it's a profession. You have to be professional at all times. You know what I mean? Like, make sure, you know, that you do it every single day, you know, and I'll try to outdo yourself. Like, every day when I write a song, I try to outdo what I did the day before or the week before. And it's just, you can't stop no matter what. You have to make sure that you have the right personal relationships too. Like, make sure you're not you know, putting toxic relationships around you that will distract or hinder you from going forward because, like, say you got a girlfriend or a boyfriend or something like that, you know, if that person really doesn't want to see you succeed, that might hinder you from moving forward. Or if you got friends that are haters, you got to remove all that away from you. And then you just got to, you know, make sure your professionalism speaks for you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you getting out there, shaking hands and networking. You know what I mean? And And, and it's just like, you know, don't, I would say, you know, it's like the music industry likes to promote drug use, you know, things like that. But it's like, if that's not something that's, that's good for you, like don't do drugs, don't, don't do any of that. Just com- completely tune in and be focused on, on your craft and building your craft up. You know what I'm saying? Because you can ruin yourself out here, especially in this town where it's a lot of drugs and it's a lot of partying, a lot of that stuff goes on. You can really get lost in, in, in LA, man. And, and it's, this is the city of uh, 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 you can one day you can be a star and then the next day you can be all your dreams can be broken you can have broken dreams there's a lot of homeless people on the streets that you know they came out here to be a star and they ended up broken you know what I mean because they got lost they, they, they got lost on their path so just make sure you stay true to your path mm. yeah that's great advice man and uh yeah man I've I've observed that you know what I'm saying um because I talk with a lot of uh, young people and also I watch people who, you know, like you said, you have to be serious about it. 
but most importantly, know your purpose and know what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. Because like you said, it's easy to go one way or the other because you that's right. what you was told. You know, everything ain't for everybody. Everything ain't for everybody, man. Not at all, man. Like I've seen people come out here, man, and just they thinking everybody doing coke. Some do coke too, and then you know a bad coke habit. You know what I mean? And I'm not to each his own. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, right. like, I'm not trying to tell people what to do. I'm just telling people like if you really want the best results for yourself, like take care of yourself, treat yourself, love yourself enough to realize that even though you in the club and everybody's drinking and, and, and smoking and doing all that stuff, like you'll realize that the most professional people are the ones who aren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like the executives in the game, all these people, like you got to stay clean. You know what I mean? Because it's just, you got to be professional because you know, a lot of times people just looking at you watching yourself destruct, man. So it's like, you got to, uh, you got to just stay focused focus 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 that's what i say focus yeah i'm with you man and um so how have you remained so grounded and and, and focused like what has helped you uh stay on this right path for me it's like um i meditate a lot i pray and i meditate you know i believe in a higher power you know and i just believe that you know you know everything happens on god's timing you know you can't force nothing you know, every time I tried to force something, it ended up not going my way because I was trying to force it. You know what I mean? You just gotta let you gotta let life play out, and you just gotta be really good at what you do. So I just I'm just really good at what I do, and then I also pray and I meditate, and then just my kids, man. You know, my kids keep me on a swivel because it's just you know, kids. My kids are small, so they pick up on everything that I do good and bad. So I just try to make sure that I set a good example for them at all times. You know what I mean? Because I want them to, you know, take over. I want to grow and build this business and then I want them to take over the business. So I want them to see me as, as their first example of what this industry is like, you know what I mean? And so I just try to make sure that they see me doing the right things at all times. Right, right. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, I definitely respect and admire that. You know, uh, like I said, you've helped me out a lot and inspired me a lot over these years, man. And I just love to see people succeed. You know, it's it's not I'm not the type of person that's like I can't be happy for you until I get mine. You know, it's like whoever wins first, right. it's a win for everybody. It's me. Exactly. I mean, there's a, there's so much money out here, man. Like, mm-hmm. like even if as like say for example. Like, if you're in a crew and there's five of y'all, five of y'all are rappers, but one of y'all get the deal. Like, at that point, the four of y'all that don't have the deal need to wrap around that man and support that man. One of y'all be his manager. One of y'all be his tour manager. One of y'all be his creative director. One of y'all be, you know what I'm saying, the accountant or whatever. Like, take a job and then all of y'all boost that one man up and then all y'all gonna make money together. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, everyone doesn't have to be the, the, the superstar because at the end of the day, it's a team effort. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, LeBron doesn't go out with, with four different LeBrons. He mm-hmm. goes out with everybody got a role they play. You know what I'm saying? And together they go out and win championships. 
You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's the daggone superstar point guard. You are the superstar power forward. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everyone just plays their position. And then together, that's why OVO does so great. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he's got Nico and Chubbs and, and all the different people around him, the supporting cast. Mm-hmm. And he's Drake. But at the end of the day, it's OVO, you know what I'm saying, that that is the team behind and the machine behind Drake that pushes Drake, you know what I'm saying? So it's a win for the whole team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with that, man. And uh, you made a great point, you know, that uh, it makes your job a lot easier when you know you got people that you can actually rely on. You know, it's like right. when you know that they're focused, not like, this is your role, play your position. They actually take pride in playing that designated position because you don't have to right. be checking in on people. You like, I can be the, I can get in my creative zone the best way I need to. I can do my task at hand because I know that you're going to do exactly yours at the right time and ain't no looking over each other's shoulders, you know? So, like you said, that yeah. goes back to you. Like you said, assembling the right, having the right people, not just a team, the right team. Exactly. I didn't always have the right team. A lot of times it was me doing it by myself and just figuring out through trial and error. And then with just like, that's why you got to stay networking so you can build up some contacts because especially in this town, you never know who you're going to run into. One day you could be daggone, you know, running on a trail somewhere and, and running to someone who manages and you're like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been looking for a manager. And that's how it happens sometimes. Like, you know, like I remember I had this some dude out here try to scam me out of ten thousand dollars to meet an A and R. You know what I'm saying? He was like, Yo, I'm a I'm gonna introduce you to this A and R, but I'm gonna need my ten thousand dollar fee regardless of whether you get the deal or not. And then two days later I met that A and R in a bar, you know what I'm saying? And he ended up putting me in a writer's camp and getting replacements and I ended up making that ten grand that homeboy was gonna scam me out of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. yo, you just just make sure you you keeping the right people around you because you know it is you know you just got to keep looking out for yourself man and i i say it all the time on my show some people who listen to it on a regular basis might get tired of me saying this but it goes back to one of my favorite quotes from one of my mentors in louisiana dr calvin Mackey. he said you get paid for what you know and you pay for what you don't know and that's what keeps me focused in this and life only, I mean, not life only, but in my everyday life, but business especially, you know. Exactly. You know, it's like, you know, knowledge is something that no one can take away from you. Can't nobody take your brain away from you. It's like, you gotta, like, one of the things that made me really interested, like, in the business, and like a lot of times where I like to work behind the scenes just as much as I like to be on stage is when I read that book by Donald Passman, All You Need to Know About the Music Industry, Everything You Need to Know About the Music Industry. Um, and this is, I really took that book to heart, you know what I mean? Because he really laid out everybody's role and responsibility. And so if you know everybody's role and responsibility around you, once people start coming into your life and wanting to be a part of your team, like you can stay on top of people because you're like, your job is this and your job is that and your job is that. And then, you know what I'm saying? That way, when as, uh, when stuff hits the fan, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people try to act like they don't know what they're doing. Like you can just step in and help people out and encourage people like, hey, this is how you get it done. This is how you get it. And that's 
like your superstar artists like Beyonce and Jay Z and them, like the reason why they're so successful is because they don't just perform; they also know the business really well. Mm-hmm. And that's a great point because, like you said earlier, the key word is business. You know, it's not always the most talented that's successful. Like people be trying to figure out why so and so is on or has longevity. Is because they know how to properly maneuver because they have a great business mind. Yep. Like talent don't yeah. really <laughs> talent is the least important thing, ironically, when it comes to this industry. Yeah, man. Like most like you think these artists like a lot of people sit up and they hate on like the the artists that that aren't the least talented, you know what I'm saying? But the thing you gotta know is like those artists they know how to position themselves, you know what I mean? Like early on, even before they had big managers and agents and record companies behind them. Like, they just knew how to maneuver. They knew how to market themselves properly on, on, on social media and on SoundCloud. They knew how to get their music out. The thing is, what I tell a lot of artists is, you can have all the dope records in the world that you want, but if you take your money and you spend it on the look, trying to look like you're successful, buying fake chains and buying Jordans, and all this stuff like that, what you're missing out on is the fact that you didn't set aside a budget for promotion. Mm-hmm. And promotion is the most important thing of, of, of marketing and promotion is more important than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like putting that dollar behind, you know, getting your stuff reposted on SoundCloud and 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 and, and, and getting people to put post your stuff up on Instagram and on Twitter and things like that. And putting money behind the marketing the marketing tools that Twitter and Facebook have, you know what I mean? Like you gotta put the dollar behind that. And then you'll start to earn money. And then you'll start to be able like once you're earning money for yourself independently as an artist, then you can go buy the Jordans and chains and stuff you want. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you have to you have to what's the word? Uh prioritize. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where are your priorities at? If your priorities are in looking cool, you can sit and look cool all day and I have no place. Exactly. And I actually learned that lesson firsthand. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I looked at it from a perspective because my situation was out of necessity. A lot of people don't know that I tried to do a visual show around like 2010. And I was like, okay, since it's going to be visual, my first thought, I was like, man, I want to look dope. I'm going to be visual. Then I was like, man, you're going to be cranking out an average of five to ten minute segments and you're going to do a lot of them. So you had to already say it it was hard enough saving up the money to get the equipment. So are you really going to spend all this money just to have different outfits every single segment? And I was like, so how about you flip it? And that's when I that's how I became known is for wearing my name, the Chris Massey Shell brand on my chest, because I'm like, that's when you make it cool to wear the same thing every day. Is because you're personally marketing you a, a, a walking billboard. So by me buying twelve T-shirts yep. as opposed to twelve different outfits coming up to like a th- couple thousand dollars, that not only invested in my future, but it helped it helped with my networking. And like you said, then it brings you to the point where you can actually afford this stuff. But I didn't realize yeah, I was just like, you, Shit, I have it at the time. So think about it like this: if you wear <clears throat> You go to the mall and you spend twelve hundred dollars on a Gucci jacket. Who you promote? You a Gucci, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like you're promoting Gucci. 
So Gucci getting all the love. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to I can go I can go to Alibaba.com and go wholesale and get a hundred pieces for like fifteen dollars. I can go get a hundred pieces, you know what I'm saying, and put my shirt put my name on all on, on those pieces. And now I got fifteen shirts I can wear, you know what I'm saying, with my name on them. Mm-hmm. You know, for 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 way less than Gucci. You know what I'm saying? I can go make a doper logo than Gucci. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And be out here pushing my own joint. You know, and if people want to buy from me, like I got a jacket that I made, a long bomber. You know what I'm saying? It cost me, it cost me like twenty dollars for the bomber. <laughs> I put my I put my logo on it. It maybe cost me, you know what I'm saying, six dollars for the logo. You know, to get it put, to get it put on there, to get it get a screen printed on there. Those bombers sold out in a week after I got them. You know what I'm saying? And it was because I was standing in the mall, you know, and some guy came up to me and was like, hey, man, those are dope. Can I take a picture of that from my blog? He puts it on his blog and markets it, you know what I'm saying? And then, boom, all of a sudden, I'm generating sales on merchandise. And people who ain't even heard my music that just saw my <laughs> merchandise and thought my merchandise was dope. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... It's like you got to be a walking billboard and advertisement for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a point. what's going to make you money. I agree. And that's why when I speak at these different schools and speak with you, uh, different youth groups, I ask people, like, you know, people who take pride in, like you said, marketing other brands. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with wearing that stuff. Like you said, it's about prioritization because I'm like, how often do you get paid to wear what you wear? You know what I'm saying? So it's like a Ralph Lauren shirt, the most you're going to get out of that is like a, a compliment. They're like, nice shirt. Basically, where can I go get one? As opposed to you shifted a 180, they'd be like the same thing, but it's yours. Like, nice shirt, where can I get it? Oh, I got some right here. And now you just made some money. Yep. You just profited. As opposed to giving away free advertising. Yeah, man. It's like, yo, you, you pay the bills with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, it might not make you... It might not make you rich off the jump, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not sitting here saying that I'm, I'm I'm wealthy from it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm able to take care, pay bills, and you know reinvest money back into into my brand and the promotion, things like that. You know, just keep reinvesting, keep flipping the money, you know what I'm saying? Until I get to the point where, you know, then I'm able to close big deals because I've advertised so much and everybody's seen my name and my brand around town so much. That then people when they come to the show, they showing up in my t-shirts and stuff already. My bombers, you know what I mean? Like buying the merch because they're seeing other people buying the merch. You know, it's it's a it's, we're in this business to be in business. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and and I think you know that's one of the most that's one of the most essential things to making money is you got to keep investing in yourself. You got to keep flipping that dollar back into yourself. Yeah. That's the best investment is investing in yourself. Because if you're not yep, willing to invest what, in yourself, huh? That's why I like uh, one of my favorite people right now is uh, is Emory Jones over at Rock Nation mm-hmm. because you know his his he you know he goes by Vegas Jones, but his his uh, his slogan is "Bet on yourself." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and um, and uh, like. That's what you have to do. And he got like these little coins, like these little chips, like these little Vegas chips, you know what I'm saying? With bet on yourself on them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it reminds you every day 
to like really like look at yourself first and you got to take the risk on you you know what I mean like that's what's going to get you further along in life man and that's what's going to make you happy I agree man and so man I um I appreciate you man for taking this time out you know it's definitely ain't the last we got some special lined up for y'all for this 2017 um we're gonna get into your song LA Nights um actually do you wanna give the concept behind that and who you worked on I mean who you worked on that project with I mean on that particular record with yeah LA Nights LA Nights is like a it's, it's my party anthem it's my celebration um the motivation behind that is Island America's Got Talent, you know, is a million dollars on the line. And um, even though I lost and I got eliminated, you know what I'm saying? Ever since then, I've been working back to, you know, another million dollars. How can I get to a place where I've got another million dollars on the line where I can reach that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the hook is made a million, blew a million, trying to stack it back to the ceiling. One of those nights again, only one life to live. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 we wanted to bring back that nostalgic, like, you know, Jay-Z, Pharrell kind of feel, you know, where, you know, those kind of feel-good records, like, front and, and like, uh, and, like, give it to me, and, like, records like that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, I'm heavily Jay-Z influenced, you know what I'm saying? And Eclipse produced it, you know, it's, it's got this bossa nova, this, like, Spanish kind of feel to it, this Brazilian kind of feel to it, and as a matter of fact, I get a lot, a lot of Brazil because of it, you know but it's such a feel-good record, and it's about the nightlife here in L.A. It's my tribute to being out here when I first came out here as a party promoter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's just my tribute to the L.A. nightlife and how much that's actually done for me in my career. Nice, nice. And uh, where can people get that? Uh, you know, the support. It's on it's on SoundCloud. Uh, sound, my SoundCloud link is soundcloud.com slash R-B-H-Y-S music uh, it's on iTunes you can look me up on iTunes R-B-H-Y-S if you just put that in your search browser it'll bring you right up it's, it's, it's on my sound off EP um, it's on Spotify it's on Tidal it's Google Play wherever you listen to music at you can, you can find it just search R-B-H-Y-S yeah make sure y'all go download that and what's the best way for people to keep updated with you? You on like Twitter, Instagram, or something? I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud. All those, all of, all of my uh, social tags is RBHYS Music. Cool, cool. Make sure y'all follow. Which him. is short for Rob Hayes. Right. It's it's, I, it's just it's the way I shorten it up. But yeah, RBHYS Music. Yeah. Make sure y'all support them. And uh, before we wrap it up, uh, anything else that you want to address that I didn't? No, man. Shout out to you, man, for 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 continuing your journey, man, and just being prosperous and, and being blessed. And shout out to my producer, Beats by Eclipse. Make sure y'all go get beats from him if you're an artist. You look him up to Beats by Eclipse. Um, and uh, shout out to all the listeners who who tune in. And, and may y'all all be encouraged in y'all endeavors. Be encouraged. And go forward. Get out there and achieve the highest thing you can achieve. Yeah, most definitely. And I appreciate all of y'all for tuning in. As usual, you can stay updated with the Chris Massey Show. Everything is Chris Massey Show. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Facebook page. Um, everything Chris Massey Show. We'd appreciate. Also, if you subscribe to the Chris Massey Show podcast on iTunes, 
Thanks to Doc Illingsworth representing the group Detroit City for this segment's instrumental. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram also at Illingsworth, I-L-L-I-N-G-S-W-O-R-T-H. And a special thanks to the official sponsor of the Chris Massey Show, the legendary brand, which is an inspirational lifestyle brand connecting innovators and dream seekers through apparel. And their motto is believers become innovators. Innovators become legendary. You can follow them on Instagram as well at LGNDRE and check out their website, LGNDRE.com. They have some great things coming up for 2017. Once again, Rob Hayes and the song we're going to get into is LA Nights off the Sound Off EP. Thanks again, man. Appreciate you. Looking forward to working with you again. Yeah, no doubt, man. Y'all take care. So, peace. Peace. Left, left, turn it up, right, 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 left, left, 